Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and JoLynn has nominated Kimberly Saxelby for a Game Changer Award, and we're so excited to have Kimberly join us today. She is doing amazing rescue work of literally everything. We just were talking about her latest nighttime endeavor in terms of what she rescued, but she has a heart for rescue, and everything that crosses her path becomes a piece of her mission. So we're so excited to talk with Kimberly today, and congratulations on your Game Changer nomination. Thank you. I'm so excited. What an honor. Uh, I mean, well, I've, I've, you know, it's funny because uh, when I, you know, I've been following you for, since you started with Mercola. Mm. Um, so it, it's just so exciting to, to be able to be on here. True well, honor, true honor. Well, we're excited to talk with you and we're excited that JoLynn nominated you because I think sometimes just connecting our community together, we know each other online, but sometimes it's yes. really wonderful to be able to get to know the people in our community a little bit better. And that's exactly what Game Changers celebrate. So Kimberly, for people that aren't familiar with your amazing work, will you back up and talk a little bit about how you first started rescuing animals and how that came about? Oh gosh, well, really it came about from being a kid I've always been that little girl that was bringing home animals and, um, and it really, it's, it, it sounds funny, but it actually started having, it was having a yard sale and, um, this, I was selling dog bowls and leashes and this lady came up and said, I want to buy all these leashes. And I was like, wow, you have a lot of dogs. And she said, no, I don't need them to rescues and to the mm. shelter. So I'm like, oh my gosh, just take them all, you know, don't pay me. And then she came back with a business card and said, you know, I volunteer with an animal rescue here in Upland and I, maybe you should call, maybe you can um, help. So I had just had a baby. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, we'll see how that goes. But um, I ended up calling them and um, I'm actually a professional photographer. So I was told them, you know, I can't do a whole lot. I told them I was a photographer. So I went into the shelters took photos of the animals and I would post them on uh, pet finder. So um, that was my job. And then fast forward, I, you know, became part of the rescue for many, many years. And then I found myself actually going out and uh, trapping dogs and cats um, that couldn't be caught by the shelters. Uh, Sometimes it takes weeks to get um, a dog or cat or, you know, what have you. So that's what I found myself doing a lot. And I just, um, you know, I started uh, posting them on Facebook because, of course, you need donations uh, for their medical. And so I started doing that. And I've just been so blessed with the supporters. And um, it's just evolved into, um, I, I guess I can just say just like a village of people coming together to help these animals that I get involved with. Yeah. And, uh, 
I never had a 501c3, my own 501c3, uh, up until January of this year. I used to use a 501c3 that let me partner with them so people could donate to a 501c3 and not to me, to a GoFundMe and the money coming to me. So uh, that was a beautiful partnership through the Tales Up Foundation. And then I was gifted um, Paul Love. And Paul Love is a 501c3 that a good friend of mine has run for 10 years. And uh, she, she turned it over to me and it was, it's just been a blessing. And um, I have big plans for Paul Love and it's uh, going to be really involved with um, helping the senior citizens, uh, the, the ones in the assisted living and low income that need assistance with their pets for food, um, medical. Uh, we're also going to be helping the, the homeless centers with food, uh, food donations and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, of course my rescues I do, I'm out constantly on the streets, uh, rescuing, um, it feels weekly. So, uh, we'll stay busy with that as well. <laughs> for, for sure. Kimberly, when you, uh, first of all, I love, love, love when people use their day jobs in your situation, a professional photographer, or we just did another game changer interview with an attorney. And her statement was, is, you know, regardless of what your day job is, it is so fantastic that you use your gifts in your situation, pet photography to further your passion or your mission, which is getting yes. animals into safe homes off the streets and into safe, loving homes. And so everyone has a, a day job and mm -hmm. many of us have passions and we can blend those together to better serve uh, the mission of saving more animals. It's really awesome oh, that you're so capable rewarding. of doing that. So yeah. rewarding. Yeah. I actually go into the animal shelters and I take photographs, uh, of, of the dogs and cats that come in because uh, they're intake photos. They're, they're terrified. They're terrified. Yes. And they, you know, they're not, you can't really see them. You know, you see just terror in their eyes. They're so confused. So I go in with my photography equipment and we take photos of the cats and dogs and um, it's helped their adoption rates go up. Yeah. I mean, they just, yeah. It's because the dogs and the cats have had time to kind of decompress in the shelter a little bit. And then by the time I get in there, uh, they're not as terrified and I'm able to just capture them, yeah. you know, them. and let them shine. Yeah. And exactly. uh, that is so rewarding. But with COVID, of course, that's all changed. Uh, yeah. So I'm itching to get back in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I try to help as many rescues as I can with photos, uh, doing calendars, fundraisers. Uh, so good. Donating my talent is just, I wish I could just do that and not even be paid to do photography. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I would love to be able to just, you know, give back that way that that reward is so much more than getting any it's, amount of money. It's huge. It's huge. But you know, photos and being able to tell that visual story is a big part of helping people see what you're doing and why. So it's awesome that you have that as a skill. When you when you, when you're out collecting animals that need help, do those animals then come to your house, Kimberly, or do you have foster homes? How, how does it work when you're rescuing animals? 
if you are if you are not capable of providing the care that they need, do you have a network of people then, uh, foster homes or other volunteers that are that assist you? Uh, yes, I don't bring them all home. Um, my house is seven hundred fifty square feet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's itty bitty, uh, but. Uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, I'm out in the middle of the night and I catch a dog and it's got to come home with me. So, uh, but I do reach out for fosters and always in need of fosters. I mean, volunteers, fosters, that's how we do it together. You know, um, any, any rescue organization, um, we rely on fosters, donations and, uh, volunteers. That's how we save these animals together. And, um, but basically when I do catch them, most of them are broken mentally and physically when I get them off the street, cause they've been on the street for a long time. Uh, of course, you know, neglect, um, but we never know a dog's story. You know, um, I could get a matted dog that you can't even see its eyes. It can hardly walk cause it's so matted. And you think, oh, these owners, like, they don't deserve to have this dog back. But then you scan the dog for a microchip, come to find out this dog's been missing for two or three years with wonderful owners that have been looking for their dog. So you can't prejudge. And I tell that to everyone, you just never know the circumstance. And um, we have to look out for them, you know, and we always want the dog to go back to their original owner. And um, as long as they take care of them, you know, but, so anyways, yeah, the, we get them, I get them to the vet. Uh, we get them, you know, most of them need to uh, have medical and sure. um, some is severe, some is not. Um, uh, I had a dog I tried to catch for four years that was on the street for 11 years wow. and um, he needed a lot of medical attention and rehabilitation. And just with that one dog, it's over $8,000, but it's so worth it. You mean you you see him now and he's a couch potato and you know, he deserved that. So anyways, uh, yeah, it's, it fosters and I, then I reach out to rescues. So, uh, to get them to a rescue so that they can do the whole adoption process and getting them matched to the right home and the right dog for the right home, you know, it goes both ways. And, um, and that's the, you know, that's why I do this. And it's really awesome. So you're kind of step one of this multifaceted and really quite intricately coordinated collective event between a lot of different compassionate people that are committed to the process. And so you're, you're the woman out there literally (laughs) running after dogs, cats, birds, whatever, (laughs) trying to help them get into safety. I mean, you're, you're the, yeah. you're the hands and feet on the I'm ground. I'm in the girl. ditches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting you're, too you're old to be on. like scaling fences anymore. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it's uh you don't need to go to the gym because you're out running after dogs. I mean, oh my it, gosh. It, it ends yeah, up becoming, I'm sure. I'm it sure. It gets pretty. Yeah. And you get injured, but at the moment you're not, you don't care. You're just like, yeah. I got to get that dog, you know, I got to yeah. get that cat. And, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> and so when you, do you, is your, I'm sure every day is different, of course. Yes. What do you love most about getting up in the morning, knowing that you're going to probably get one or two calls for some, yes. right. Uh, you know, un, 
unknown event that's about to unfold. What do you love most about the work that you're doing? Oh, I just got the chills. Um, it's, it's seeing how you're taking these broken little lives and, and getting them into a whole, like some of these homes that these, these dogs and cats go into, I'm like, well, will they adopt me too? Because it's like, like, it's they're like, living the lotto, like, right? like nice. And I'm I like, know. wow. <laughs> yes. So the reward, what gets me up in the morning and doing this and mind you, rescue is hard. It's oh. hard on the heart. It's hard on the body. It's, it's hard on, um, your livelihood, uh, because you, you put this first and, um, when you know the life is relying on you. So it's hard, but I continue waking up and doing it. I can't imagine life not doing it. It yeah. it's what feeds my soul and it's seeing them in those homes at the end, seeing how they're healed mentally and physically. And that is my reward and why I keep doing it. And, and that goes with anyone in rescue. It's, it's just, it's not easy. And um, everyone, a lot of people think, oh, you're a rescue, you get to save animals and God, that's cool, you know, but yeah, it, it, there's a lot that goes with it. That's not very cool, but yeah. it's the reward in the end that gets us up in the morning to keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Very true. And Kimberly, if people wanted to learn more about your 501c3, where would people go to get more information? Um, it's pawlove.org. And um, so we're, I, we're not a rescue where people can bring in their animals to us. Right. Um, PAW stands for promoting animal welfare. So it kind of goes in different areas, what we do. And, um, you know, we're going to be doing low cost spay and neuter clinics. I'm trying to do a, a program called senior to senior matching senior dogs in the shelter with senior citizens. Um, we do a TNR program, which means trap, neuter, release the feral colony of cats um, to cut down the population and disease. Um, there's just so much, but if they go on the website, I'm still working on the website because I'm the one that designed it and it's just been, uh, but everything is on there, a lot of information. Um, and of course, you know, if anyone wants to contact us, we can, you know, let them know how they can get involved. They don't have to be in California. Uh, there's so much that people can get involved, um, just not even being in California. So, yeah, it's great. And it's also wonderful that because you are kind of a, a one woman show, uh, <laughs> that it is, and it's fantastic that you're using your new nonprofit platform for the awareness part of it, the welfare part of it, the educational component, and then also networking. You know, you've got the team, you've got step two and step three or phase two, yes. phase three. Yes. Uh, that's a really important piece of the whole organic wheel working together. This Absolutely. phase one that you do is a really important step. And so it's wonderful that you have connections, you're able to, as these animals are rescue, rescued and brought in and they receive the medical care that they need and then they receive right. the emotional or training, you know, the, 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 the emotional recovery support that they need. It's oh, really yeah. fantastic that you are, you're, you're phase one of this really important step of ultimately getting animals into a forever home where they're mm -hmm. capable of having unconditional love in a safe environment 
forever. It's beautiful. If you could let the world know one thing, Kimberly, about what you do and what's important to you and why, what, what would it be? You know, I thought about that because I was like, oh my gosh, that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know what it is? It's what sums it all up is if I could tell everyone in the world, it would be be their voice. Mm-hmm. Just be their voice because it goes into play with if you see your neighbor's dog being a neglected, or you hear about a dog being neglected or abused you know, it's, you got to be their voice. They don't have one. And that goes for even on, you know, when we uh, post a dog on social media, looking for donations to help with their medical, because their life depends on it. Either we raise the funds and if we don't, it could be a very bad outcome for that animal. And that's being their voice, spreading the word, you know, click share, you know, um, network, help network. And it, it, it goes into play with all that. And it, it's, it's really just be their voice because yeah. they, they don't have one. So they need us. So they, they, I would say they it would do. be that. And it's a, that's a beautiful and really important thing. I think for everyone, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm, I'm just a whatever, but you can use, you don't have to be anything. You don't, you don't, you can be as you, you can be, you can be an advocate for whatever animal comes into your time space reality that yes. needs help. That yes. it's, our, I think, our jobs as humans walking this earth as guardians of the earth to care for anything in front of us that needs help. Yes. It's our job to help out, and and you're you're living, walking, you're an example of doing that, mm. which is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I love it. So, Jolyn, thank you, Jolyn, for now. Yes, thank you, Jolyn. Yeah, love her. And it's, it's amazing. And we're just so thankful that we have people recognizing, celebrating and lifting up important volunteers like yourself who are working to improve animal well-being by literally chasing after them to be able to <laughs> assure their safety and protection. We appreciate literally your physical, emotional, <laughs> economic commitment to saving the animals around you. It's really beautiful, Kimberly. Thank Thanks so much you. for all you're doing. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you.